It brings us joy to watch others experience joy, especially in this Advent season. This third week that we talk about, this third candle, which represents joy, we do this because Advent is about anticipating the joy of God breaking through into our everyday lives. This is not a seasonal thing for us. This is not a one-time event that happened 2,000 years ago. This is the reality that we are called to live in as the body of Christ, as followers of Jesus. Because God is a God of joy. God created us to experience joy, and God loves us and wants us to continue to experience joy, and he knows that we're only going to find that truly, deeply in him, which is why we have Christmas, which is why we have a manger, and why we have a cross, and why we have an empty tomb. This joy runs deep. The coming of the Messiah of Jesus is pure joy because it means that we are loved by God, that we are valuable to God, and that God fulfills his promises and his promise to deliver us from sin. The implications of joy in the Christmas season that we are in cannot be understated But we don't always feel it, right? As the kid said, joy and happiness are two different things. Sometimes we can experience joy but not be happy. And sometimes we can be happy but not experience joy. And what we seek out as as Christians, what we seek out as humanity, is to experience that deep joy that we find in Jesus Christ, regardless of whether or not we're happy. Because joy transcends happiness because God is the giver of true joy. God is also the giver of happiness, yes, but we live in a broken world. We we live in a world where the kingdom of darkness still has some work to do, but we live in a world where the kingdom of light in Jesus Christ has come to deliver us from our sins, and we know what the end is going to be. God is the giver of true joy, and that joy like God is rooted not in the broken world that we live in, but it's rooted in the eternal We're going to do something a little bit different this morning. Um, I'm going to read you a scripture passage, and I'm going to read it to you three times. This is an adaptation of an ancient church practice called Lectio Divina, which means reading divine or divine reading. And what it means is that we approach the scriptures, any, any scripture passage, any Bible verse, we approach it believing that the power of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is in those words. We dwell in it for a little while. We don't just read it and move on to the next thing. We dwell there. Just like Jesus dwelled with us. We dwell in the scriptures because they point us to the word who is Jesus Christ. So I'm going to read it three times and pay attention to what God might be saying to you. Pay attention to what God is saying through the scripture. I'm going to read what's known as the Magnificat, Mary's song. And you can interact with this two different ways. You're welcome to close your eyes and just listen if you want. You're also welcome to read along silently if you would like to. Uh, It's going to be on page 1,589 of your Pew Bible. So if you want to read along, pull that out, 1589. And if you want to just close your eyes and listen and soak in the words, you can do that too. This is Luke chapter 1, verses 46 through 55. Again, I'm going to read it three times. Before I read it, I want to pray for us. Lord, we pray um, that you would speak to us through these scriptures, that you would give us a taste of the joy that Mary was experiencing 
as she said, as she sang these words. Lord, this scripture has been made into music too many times to count. It's been a source of joy for your people, and we pray today that it would be a source of true, deep, everlasting joy in us. Amen. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble estate of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servants. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. I'll read it one more time. And Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has drawn great things for me, Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever just as he promised our ancestors. The gospel this Christmas season is this. We, we have a sin problem, but God has a grace answer. His name is Jesus. His name is Emmanuel. God with us. The joy that Mary experiences in these words is a joy that God's work produces, that God's presence produces in her life. And it's for you and it's for me too. This is not a 2,000 years ago joy. This is a today joy. This is an every moment in fellowship with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit joy. So I encourage you to embrace that joy this Christmas season. Ask the Lord to make it fresh and to make it new. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for the joy that such a powerful, humble act brings. 
through sending a baby. We thank you, God, that your love is greater than our brokenness and our shortcomings. We thank you that your love is what holds us together. Lord, may we take joy in your love and knowing that you call us your children. And Lord, we ask that we would unconditionally spread that joy and unconditionally spread that love to this world, to our friends, to our family, to those who think like us and to those who don't, to those we like and to those we don't. Lord, in all that we do, may we exude this joy. May we see people through your eyes. May we see ourselves through your eyes. And may we know, God, that you love us and that this joy is real because you are real. Compel us on from here, Lord, experiencing the joy of the Christmas season. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.